We are here to laugh at the odds and live our lives so well that death will tremble to take us. Charles Bukowski. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created this podcast to empower and inspire you to create your best life and live a positive existence. Join me as I interview incredible people, share my journey, discuss the law of attraction and guide you into your greatest version. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth and your true power always come from within. So open your mind and your heart, get comfortable and let's get into it. It's a little ironic that I chose a quote from poet and writer Charles Bukowski to begin this episode because he was not really known to be the most positive or optimistic of writers. In fact, he was a heavy drinker. He was a drunkard and he probably dealt with depression based on his writings and the things that he talked about. But let me tell you guys, his writings and his poems, his short stories, all these things were a huge comfort to me when I was going through my own depression and I was battling depression a few years ago. And I would read, and it was just like a, you know, when you're feeling low, you kind of like to identify with other things that are feeling low. Like whenever you're feeling sad, it's natural that we want to listen to sad music. Or if you're heartbroken, you want to listen to music about heartbreak and so on and so forth. And for me, literature has been a lot like that. When I'm in love, I love to listen to romantic or read romantic literature or poems and things like that. And when I'm sad, I like to go to the more melancholy writings. And that's something I've been like since I was very young, but Bukowski, there was always kind of an air of optimism, even in his darkest writings. And if I read you the entire quote, he was very intelligent, very intelligent, very philosophical, albeit in a very morose way, in a very melancholic way. And I think that is what truly drives me to always go back to Bukowski writings and poems, even when I'm feeling really good, because there's just such a heavy amount of truth there. Bukowski and his writings really inspired me to just live my life authentically and not be apologetic for my shortcomings or my flaws and just own the fact that you are a very imperfect and multifaceted and complex being and not everything has a simple answer. You don't have a simple answer to yourself. So I would implore any of you to read up on Charles Bukowski. And like I said, he was not a perfect man by any stretch of the imagination. I know that we tend to have like a cancel culture when it comes to people from the past or whatever. I really don't know much about his personal life other than he liked to drink and have a lot of sex and just be himself. And he would write and express and be so authentic, especially when it came to his romantic relationships. And like I said, it's a level of just this truth and what he talks about that is so refreshing and it's almost calming to you because it's not like, oh, you need to do this to live a good life or you should be like this or, you know, all these quotes that come from philosophers or writers of the past kind of try to make you or shame you into being a certain way. But Bukowski was just so open and honest about his own shortcomings and his own issues that it just is very comforting to read and knowing that this incredible mind 
this incredible person, which sorry if you guys hear any noise, I'm currently dog sitting my brother's dog and she is always in my office. She always wants to be with me. So she's here with us. But basically what I'm trying to say is read into Bukowski's writings. If you're going through a tough time or you just kind of want to laugh at the odds and just be yourself and stop taking life so seriously and stop just being so uptight about everything, please read Bukowski. There is just a lot of wit and a lot of knowledge and a lot of philosophy in his writings, even if they just seem like the random musings and babbling of a man who had too much whiskey. (laughs) But honestly, so refreshing, so to the point. And the reason why I wanted to start talking about Bukowski in that quote is because I think we are living in a time where there's just so much negativity, so much fear, so much expectation, so much go, 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 so much bye, 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 so much how are you doing, are you doing better than me, competition, all this stuff, and we don't actually take time and digest what it actually means to live your life and to live your life. I don't care if your name is Veronica, Erica, John... Mariam, <laughs> making Muhammad. I don't care what your name is. You need to figure out what it means to you to actually live a fulfilling life and not be worried so much about dogma and the way you've been taught or the way you've been told or what society is telling you, but actually getting really authentic and being really open with yourself about your doubts, about what you want out of life and about your own flaws and shortcomings and owning those things and showing up and living your life well. And this segues into the topic of this week's podcast, and that is when things don't work out in life. I was planning on talking about intentions, setting intentions, but I think I'm going to save that for a video I'm going to do on my channel, which if you guys don't know, I do have a YouTube channel. It's called Isabel Palacios, which is my name. You guys can go find, I uploaded a video a couple days ago. But I just want to talk about when things don't go right in life, when you feel like life sucks or your life isn't where you want it to be and all this stuff. And that's the thing that I find so lovely is when I find people who are just living their life and not getting caught up. They're just, you know, those people who just have this air of carefreeness. Is that a word? They just have this air of I'm doing what I want. I'm, you know, if things don't work out, whatever. You know, those people, I feel like they're getting fewer and further in between because most people nowadays are wrecked with some kind of anxiety, some kind of pressure, some kind of stress. And I think that what's important is that we just let go of the fact or the idea that life has to be this rigid, perfect little linear thing that happens and that we just have to check off these boxes or tick off these boxes. And that's how we decide if we're successful or if we're worthy of being happy, which is such a crazy thing to me because there are so many people living life thinking, okay, it has to be perfect. We have to have this, or we have to have that in order for us to be happy. If we don't have these things and we're not worthy or our life sucks. And that's the thing is that life does not have to be this incredible crazy journey, but you can make it that way, you know, with, and this kind of goes into intention as well. We're touching on intention without wanting to, but if you want life to be exciting and fun, you just set the intention. You say, my life is exciting and fun. And then you allow your actions to carry on into that intention that you want life to be enjoyable. And this is something that right now, 2019, it is the beginning of August. I'm 25 years old. It's like I have finally, I've been working and kind of the past few years, I've been kind of 
you know, sticking to myself and working on myself and my spirituality and all these things. And I really streamlined my life. I had my spiritual awakening, things like that. And I felt like I was living my life super rigid when in fact, I never got into spirituality or the law of attraction or in the mindset that I'm am in now in order to be rigid, in order to have restrictions on myself, in order to put myself in a box and contain myself. Because why did I seek the law of attraction? Why did I seek to change my mindset so I could be free? It hit me sometime this year that, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, but it hit me, I think shortly after my breakup, that I wasn't living my life to its fullest. And that does not mean, oh, I have to go do all these things that everyone else is doing, but I wasn't living my life that was feeling fulfilling to me. I was living a life that was feeling very rigid, very stagnant. I was listening to other people more than myself. I was allowing my ex-partner to tell me what to do, to tell me how to live my life, to tell me all these things, because I thought that that was love. And I thought, okay, this is love. It only comes once in a lifetime. So I have to put all this stuff into this person and I have to give them all this energy. And that's not life. Like I am so much happier now. I look back at my life about a year ago now, you know, this time a year ago. And I think, wow, I was a completely different person and my life now is so exciting. It's just so exciting. And it's because I let go of that paradigm that I have to be super rigid, that I have to do this, that I have to do that. We don't really have to do anything. Think about it. We don't really have to do anything. We do things because we want to, or we're being coerced to, but we're still doing them. We still have free will. And I think that's what we forget in life is that we put everything onto other people, external circumstances, and we don't take ownership of ourselves or our lives. We just kind of let other people dictate our lives to us, or we let society dictate our lives to us. And it just blows my mind how we have free will. We have this infinite power. We have all these wonderful tools and just being us. It's not even about money. It's not about what you have. It's not about where you live. It's not about what you know. It's not about what you look like. It's not those things. It's who you are inherently as a spirit, as a divine being. And we have all these things within us and all these powers. And every single day we deny these powers. Every single day we get up, go to a job we don't like, or we go deal with people we don't like, or wake up next to somebody we're not in love with, or we put up with things or we do things that we don't like because we're told, or we think that we have to do them. And the most liberating thing that happened to me this year was realizing I don't really have to do anything. And I work to get to this point. Okay. I know not for everyone, it's not feasible to say, I'm going to stay in bed today and not do any work. I worked for what I have. I worked to be able to work from home, to have this level of freedom. I put my head down and I hustled for three years and I'm going to continue to hustle. But the thing is, I decided enough is enough. If my spirit is being drained, if I'm being drained, is it worth it? No. So I decided this year, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to stop looking at, I have to do this, or I need to have this by this age, or I have to do that. No. And I'm going to tell you guys, it's scary as heck when you just decide to just do what you want and do what makes you happy and take those risks and disappoint people 
and have people mad at you for choosing yourself or for doing certain things or for taking trips or living life on your terms. You're going to upset so many people and it's so scary, but just like your limiting beliefs want to keep you in that ego fear-based mindset, other people want to keep you in fear as well. They want to keep you in a cage because they're in a cage as well. Think if you were living all your life in a cage and you saw somebody walking around free, you'd either be like, Hey, please get me out of here. Or you're going to be like, Hey, what makes you think that you can be outside of the cage? How come I have to be in the cage and you're out of there? You need to come in here with me. Cause it's not fair. Misery loves company. So whenever people tell you, you got to do this, or you shouldn't do this, or you have to do things this way. You tell yourself, are they in a caged mindset? Are they in that old paradigm and that old mindset in a mindset that doesn't work for us as conscious beings in this new era? You have to learn to discern what people and information is coming your way. And the way you discern and know what is right for you is just by listening to yourself getting introspective, spending time alone. Don't be afraid of being alone, guys. Don't be afraid of doing things on your own, of just having fun on your own, not worrying about what everyone else is saying or doing. And I know there's people out there with level of social anxiety and things like that, and it's hard to go out in public on your own or do whatever, I understand. But you have to decide, is this anxiety more powerful than me and my spirit? And that's something that me, a person who has dealt with anxiety, and it comes up every now and then, but I tell myself, is this anxiety more powerful than me and my brilliant spirit, my brilliant mind, my brilliant being? And I don't call myself brilliant because I think I'm better than anyone else, but we all are brilliant. But we're stifled. Every single day we stifle ourselves. Every single day we tell ourselves, oh, life sucks, this and that. The moment you tell yourself life sucks or you say life sucks, guys, that manifests. The moment you say I'm not happy, I'm sad, that manifests. That's your intention. If you say life is hard, that's your intention and the universe is going to roll with it. Your actions are going to align with that. But you got to set the intention that life is what you make it. Even if life is not the best, or you're going through hard times and things didn't work out. Let's say you went through a breakup or you lost your job, or you feel like your whole future was just pulled out from under you like a carpet because something ended or you lost something or something you thought was going to work out, didn't work out. That is when you have to go back in yourself and restore that faith in yourself, restore that you're not alone, that you're not lost, that you don't need anyone but yourself and your connection to the universe, your connection to God. You are a divine being. You are a divine presence on this earth, in this realm, in this physical place. And I know this might seem kind of esoteric to those of you, but this is where your rite of passage is. A rite of passage is an important step in your life. And I always see that when something goes wrong or something doesn't work out, it's a rite of passage for me. It's the beginning of something new. It's a new step. It's a new chapter in my life. And this is just part of my own philosophy because I used to be in the same mindset as basically 99% of the society. And that is life sucks. Life is about stress. Life is this. Life is that. I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy. And trust me, a lot of those limiting beliefs, they come up again. Those old, that old mindset, that old paradigm, it comes up sometimes when things get really tough, but I am very conscious about where they come from. And I also know tomorrow's a new day. 
Tomorrow I can go do something and you're always one decision away from a completely different life. Know that life changes in an instant. You just have to set that intention that tomorrow your life is going to change for the better, that today you're going to make it the best day you can. Because whenever things don't go as planned or we lose something or someone, it feels like we literally got the rug ripped out from under us. We lose faith in ourselves, the universe, and the entire process of life. We begin to question, why am I even alive? Why am I even here if I'm just suffering? I'm not even worthy to be alive. My life sucks. I'm meant to suffer. I'm meant to do this. And my rule of thumb is that when something goes wrong or something ends or something bad happens, something good is coming or something better will replace it. When things don't work out, don't try to make sense of things, okay? Don't try to say, the reason this happens is because I have bad karma, because I did this, because I did that, or this person hates me, or I have a curse on me. Oh my goodness, whenever people tell me that they have a curse or somebody did some kind of magic on them, I'm just like, no, don't give that power. Don't give it power. I know that people do that stuff. I know that there's people who are witches and they do spells. I don't give it power because that does not have power over me. And I rebuke that energy in the name of God and the universe. (laughs) But honestly, guys, I I know I'm being kind of facetious here, but whenever you release control and stop trying to put blame and just take responsibility for your life and for your happiness, stop trying to deflect blame or say, I was born under an unlucky star and that's why this is panning out that way. If you're always looking behind your shoulder and always thinking someone's out to get you, then somebody is out to get you. Something is out to get you. But if you say, no, I am in connection with source. I am in connection with God, with the universe. Everything's rigged in my favor. My angels are guiding me. Your angels are always with you. You just have to be quiet, stay quiet and just pray for an hour or meditate for an hour or just spend time in solitude or mindfulness for a while. And you're going to see how that sense of calm comes to you. When you quiet the outside noise, the world around you, you just release control. You know, Christians, and and I resonate with this, and I know that, you know, there's people from all types of spiritualities and non-spiritualities that listen to this podcast, but Christians will know this. Whenever you're going through a tough time, what is taught in Christianity? Give it to God. Trust. Trust. Have faith. Trust. And that's the thing. It's so hard to have trust and faith in something whenever you don't have trust and faith in yourself. It's so hard to do that. It seems like some kind of magical hocus pocus stuff to just say, okay, I'm going to trust in something I can't see. But actually every day you look in the mirror, you're looking at the universe. You're looking at a divine being. Don't let technology, social media, all these things that have disconnected us. Don't let that stuff get in the way. Don't let all of that stuff get in the way. Get down to who you are at your most fundamental human existence. You, you know, you without clothes, even like stand in front of a mirror without clothes on, not in a sexual way, but just see that you are this organic being meat suit, whatever you want to call it. That was created here in a physical realm on earth. But inside of this is so much more within. And if you were to go out into nature without any clothes on, just with trees, you would connect beautifully. You would become a part of it you are already a part of it. 
I know this is kind of crazy to some of you, but authenticity, it's important. That is what makes us human is authenticity, being our truest self. Take off your masks, take off the facade. I know people who work so much harder to make their life look beautiful on social media and they don't do crap about making their life actually pleasurable to live for themselves. It's all us just trying to put on an act and a show for other people. And it's not really us. That's why you feel life sucks because you're so worried about impressing others about what others are seeing. And you're not working on how you see you on fixing the way you see your life or on fixing the way you choose to live your life or your daily habits. Those little things you do every day, guys, that's where all the magic is and what you do every day. And I'm not saying this in trying to shame you into being a super rigid, you know, have all these routines and do all these things a certain way, because that's not my, that's not my place. I can't tell other people how to live their life because everyone's life is so unique to them. But what I will tell you is to just live your life on your terms, to find out, to seek what it is that you feel that you're in lack of. And honestly, if you're feeling a sense of lack or a sense of being lost, or you're feeling just something is missing, or you're not happy, you need to get back to that relationship with you. Look yourself in the mirror without any clothes on, just stare at yourself. And you see that person there and you know that person is who you need to impress. That person there is the person that you need to get back to and create harmony with. Don't be ashamed of your past. Don't bring up your past and your mistakes. No, make peace with the person in the mirror. Make peace with who they are. Because once you make peace with you, it's like the rest of life is just like, oh, you know, I got this. And I truly believe that, and I was talking about this earlier, that when bad things happen, something better is coming along to replace it. And that's just the way it is. We can't have light without darkness. We can't have a rainbow without some kind of rain or showers or a storm. And it's not because dark is bad and light is good. It's not necessarily that. It's just, those are the laws of the universe. That's physics. The absence of light is dark. So when you accept that life is just going to be darkness and light all the time, different times, basically ups and downs, accept that guys, accept it. And then View yourself not so much as a expensive glass vase that if you throw it down the stairs, it's going to shatter into a million pieces and then it's going to take forever to put back together. Don't view yourself like that. I personally like to view myself as kind of a bouncy ball. You know, those bouncy balls that doesn't matter how you throw them, what you do, a car could run over them and they still will keep its form, bounce around. You throw them down the stairs, it'll bounce and go boom, boom. You know, that's why little kids like to play with bouncy balls because not you can throw them anywhere. You can do whatever with them and they're going to stay them. And that's the thing. That's how I like to view myself as. And when bad things happen, I laugh at these things. I think the key to moving on and not building a house in your grief or in the negativity that you're in or not staying in a negative mindset is lightheartedness. A sense of humor is so key. And I think that's why Bukowski was so just, I think that's why he resonated a lot with me. His works resonate so much with me is because he would laugh at 
you know, laugh at the odds, laugh at himself, laugh at the fact that he was a drunk or he, you know, had relationship issues or whatever, and just kind of, you know, create art from his pain. I think that is true alchemy. You know, you take something like a piece of coal and you give it intense pressure and heat and you turn it into a diamond. And I think you have to view your life. It's what you make it. It's how you choose to see it. It's how you choose to turn tragedy or negativity into something beautiful. And I truly believe in that. And you could probably say, Isabel, you're so optimistic, blah, blah. I'm really not that optimistic. I just choose to see my life this way because the old way of looking at my life did not serve me at all. I was constantly in a victim mindset, constantly wondering why things were happening to me. I would blame the higher power or I would blame this or this and that. And you know what? You can deflect blame all you want. But the truth will always be within you and will be constantly gnawing and clawing at you within and creating anxiety and separation and this feeling of lack or emptiness because you're not addressing something within. Your true self, your highest self is inside of you right now, begging for you to release them, begging for you to acknowledge your true self. It's in there being like, hey, please let me out. Please acknowledge me. Please stop. Please stop. And this is why so many of us deal with depression, anxiety, deal with all these different things is because we're not being our true selves. We're not living our lives authentically to us. And guys, your life doesn't have to make sense or look good to anyone else but yourself. Yes, you are going to disappoint people. Yes, when you decide to do things on your terms, you're going to lose friends, you're going to lose acquaintances, you're going to lose things, you know, but that's part of it. That is the exchange. Would you rather continue living a life for the next 50, 60, 100 years that is not yours and you just kind of like, okay, you look back and you're dying and you look back and you say, I wish I would have done this. No, you don't want to live your life with regret. Of course, we're all going to do things we're not happy about. We're all going to make mistakes. That's just a part of it. But it's about having a laissez-faire kind of attitude towards life, having kind of a idea that, you know, life is going to be good and it's going to be happy. And it's just so simple. It's so simple that we miss the key to happiness. It's so simple that we dismiss what it means to be happy. It's literally just you sitting down and telling yourself, I deserve to be happy. I'm going to live my life on my terms. And you know what? You can even do this. If you've been living your life super rigid, really just unhappy in a place you're not happy mentally, then do this. Make an intention for the next month. You're going to live your life on your terms. Just say, okay, for the month of August, I'm going to live my life on my terms. And don't think, oh, in order for me to live my life on my terms, I have to have all this money because I want to travel or I want to do this or I want to buy this. No, forget all the materialistic things. Forget all of the stuff, the external factors. Living your life on your terms is not necessarily just thinking of what's available to you or what you have in order to do these things. No, it's doing the best with what you have now. Your current circumstances don't have to be perfect or great or whatever for you to just live your life, for you to just live. We spend so much time, spend so much time. And I know I'm going off on a rant here, guys, but we spend so much time just thinking about life, thinking, thinking, overthinking, you know, putting all this stuff, planning, thinking of the future, thinking, thinking, thinking of the future, thinking, thinking, thinking of the past or what you could have done differently, what you could have had or this and that. No, guys, stay here in the present moment. You're listening right now. Take a moment to just listen to your breathing, to your heartbeat, to you just being alive here. Our minds are often out somewhere else than 
exactly right here and right now. What are you thinking about right now? You're probably obviously thinking about this podcast, thinking about Isabel saying all this stuff, but you probably have something on the back of your mind. You could be perfectly calm sitting in your PJs, sipping some coffee right now, or you could be driving right now, but there's something in the back of your mind always, right? There's always something you're worried about or something you're thinking about. There's always something. It's never a hundred percent focus in what you're doing in the present moment. And that's something that we all struggle with, that we can never just focus on what we're doing at hand, like a child. Child's not necessarily thinking, oh, you know, I'm in five years, I want to be doing this and that. No, they're sitting, playing, coloring, really emerge in the present moment. And that's something that we should always adapt, even as adults, doesn't matter your age. Being present is not just something that children can have the luxury of. Being present is just being, being you. When you allow yourself to express yourself authentically, not for other people, but for yourself and just for your spirit, because it's so important that we express ourselves either through art or through music or through the way we dress or whatever it may be to allow yourself to express yourself and not necessarily be like, Hey guys, look at me. Do you approve? Aren't I so cool? No, just doing it for you, maybe in a quiet sense, or even in just the way you show up to things or how you talk to people or how you are or how you react to certain things. That is what you need to pay attention to. And it's like when you allow yourself to just be authentically you, it's like all these other problems or these things that we had at the back of our mind and all these insecurities and all this, it just kind of melts away and you don't really stress. The stress melts away when you stop telling yourself, I have to, I have to, I have to. No, I trust. And I don't know what it is. And it's funny because I was talking in Rome, it's a little side, side note in Rome, I actually met up with one of my clients who is now becoming a really good friend of mine. And we were talking about that. We were talking about how we feel that there is something guiding us, angels, God, a higher power always with us. And I told her, I have never really felt in danger. Even when I was in situations where my health or my safety was at risk. I never felt like, okay, this is the moment I'm going to die or something bad's going to happen. I just immediately, my response, it's kind of like part of my fight or flight mode in me is just to let go. I don't try to necessarily fight. It's kind of like in a car wreck, people who are drunk, I'm not telling you guys to be drunk in a car wreck, please don't drink and drive, please, please, please. But usually what happens is when there's a drunk driving accident, the drunk driver will hit another car and then the people in the other car pass away and then the drunk driver survives. Why is that? It's because the drunk driver is literally like rubber, doesn't have any reflexes, doesn't have like the, oh, you know, whenever you are about to be in a car wreck, you just automatically clench up and you get tight. And then that's when the impact has full force on you. So you'll have broken bones. You could pass away and Drunk drivers usually survive because their muscles are relaxed. They're not really conscious of what's going on. They're just kind of like, and you almost have to, and I'm sorry if that was triggering to anyone, but that's the reality of life. That's how I decide to view my life is I'm not going to be rigid. If something bad is happening, I release control. I release it. And I go into a different state of mind, which is humor. 
when things don't work out in my life for whatever reason, I don't really dwell on them for too long. And this is why. Because when you dwell on a problem or something that went wrong or something you lost or a relationship that ended, you tend to really just create a future in that same pain. But whenever something ends or something goes wrong, I allow myself to feel, I allow myself to cry, I allow myself to vent, to talk to people, to express it. And I think it's so important that when you're not feeling great or you're sad about something, that you allow yourself to feel, that you embrace the negative emotions just as you embrace the positive emotions because they're both so very important. There's light and dark in the world, lightness, darkness. We cannot have light without darkness. And if we suppress the darkness, then we don't truly appreciate the light. So it's important that if you're going through a struggle and you feel lost, you don't know what to do, you feel like you're drowning, allow yourself to stay in that feeling and vent, cry it out, guys. I know that people are afraid of crying or feeling bad or having negative thoughts because they feel like they're going to manifest more negativity. And yes, that is true. If you have negative thoughts constantly, constantly feeding them, you will manifest negativity. However, you need to find a way to release the negative feelings because if you don't release them either by crying or by venting or by finding a creative outlet and expressing those feelings, whether it's writing dark poetry or reading dark poetry or allowing yourself to listen to sad music and just cry, then that feeling and that energy and that low vibration is going to stay trapped within you. So with everything, we have to release it. We cannot have attachment to our feelings. We cannot have attachment to what we want to feel. We just have to allow ourselves to feel and release those things. Tell ourselves, this is just a temporary feeling right now, especially the negative stuff, and then consciously release it. But once you release it, once you allow yourself to feel bad and not bottle up your emotions, not have too much pride or too much ego keeping you in this state of mind where you're just like, I have to protect myself. I can't allow myself to think or to express. I can't show weakness. When you allow yourself to just be vulnerable and release these things, then you are free and making space for something new and positive and wonderful to come in. After I release my emotions, and I allow myself to feel the negative stuff and I embrace the shadow side, the dark side of myself, I go into humor. And humor, I believe, laughter is the best medicine. If you look at everything kind of just happy accidents, kind of like what Bob Ross says, then you look at life in a more positive sense and you're seeing that life is happening for you and not against you. And this is a mindset shift that is hard to break, especially if you're taught that, oh, I did something wrong, so I deserve punishment, I deserve this. And that's not necessarily true. I don't believe the universe or God or whatever you wish to call the divine source and the creation. I believe that God wants you to be happy. I believe God wants you to be joyful, to live in happiness, not in anger or hate or resentment. Gosh, we have so much anger and hate and resentment and evil in the world. And it's all playing up on this sense of, and I believe fear and anger and hatred, all of that stems from the same place. And that is the ego. That is that fear mindset, that scarcity mindset. That is not 
divine. That anger, that is not divine. We are meant to be happy. We are meant to be enjoying life, enjoying what we were given the moment we were born. I believe that from the bottom of my heart. And in order to get past the negative stuff, the feelings, and all these things that our ego, our human mind, not our divine higher self, but our human existence, sometimes puts us in this negative place or puts us in a place where we feel like we're not enough. And the society around us puts us in a place telling us how we're failures or that we need to do this or we're not good enough or our life sucks because it's not like somebody else's or it doesn't look this way. And we have to break out of that by simply laughing and enjoying life, having fun with life and all the new possibilities. Once you release that negativity that's been inside of you, once you release the past, once you make peace with yourself and forgive yourself for your mistakes, you forgive others for their mistakes, you forgive others for hurting you, you forgive and forgive and forget. If you listen carefully to the word, forget. What is it? It's two words put together, for and get. What does that mean? In order to get something, you need to forget it. Forgetting means that you are gaining something. And to forgive, forgive, means that you are giving something. So to forgive someone or forgive yourself or forgive your past or forgive wrongdoings, you are doing that and you are in a state of giving. When you forget something, it's not bad. It does not mean that you have no pride or whatever. If you forget something, you forget what somebody did to you, you forget. It's like you gain peace. You get peace from that. Forget. To get something, you release it. You have to release in order to gain. And that's so important. Words are so important. And the verbiage we choose to use in our daily lives and in explaining certain instances and certain events in our life is so important. Language, the way you speak about what it is that you're feeling or what you're going to do or your actions. To forgive and forget is truly to find peace within yourself and to find peace in light, in life. Because humor... It allows you to just look at things in a non-judgmental way. You look at things in a way that you don't give them power. When you laugh at something, it's because you don't take it seriously. And I know people tend to see that in a negative sense. How can you not take life seriously? How can you not, you know, you have to be responsible. And yes, of course you have to be responsible. But in those instances where everything is just kind of out of your control, everything's an upheaval, you don't really know what life is anymore. You just got to laugh, forgive and forget, laugh and just express the positive energy. And when you laugh, guys, that is vibrationally so high to laugh and to actually feel the laughter and to feel those little moments of just humor or funniness or somebody makes you laugh or a show makes you laugh. Those are the moments that you have to always remember, especially when you're going through tough times. You know, those moments where a child will go and start crying and then you do peekaboo to them or you try to play with them and, or you hurt yourself and then they start laughing. And then it's like the pain or whatever they were feeling just goes right away. We're still those children within guys. We are still those children. 
all adults, we still have that child within. Some of us suppress it. Some of us allow ourselves to express it. Some of us look ridiculous expressing our childhood, even in our adult years, but that's fine. That inner child will always be there. And humor, laughter is connecting back to that inner child, laughing at the odds, as Charles Bukowski said. That's so important. Living your life well, because evil and hatred, it wants you to live in fear. The ego wants you to live in fear. Society wants you to live in fear because when you're in fear, you're easily controlled. Your emotions are easily controlled when you're in fear. When you're in fear, if somebody comes and tells you something, you are so weak that you take it as truth or you take it as an attack and you feel you need to retreat more into yourself and your safe space. But actually, to live your life well and to take the punches as they come to you, you just got to laugh at everything. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. If somebody passes away, you don't go laughing at a funeral. But think of all the good times you had with that person if they passed away. Think of all the laughs. Think of all the wonderful moments. Think of all those memories, all the goodness that came out of their being on earth instead of focusing on the fact that they're not here physically anymore. And that's so very important, celebrating life, living life positively, not always living negatively. And I bet that if you're listening to this right now, you probably live more time so far on earth feeling sad, angry, hopeless, lost than you do feeling happiness, joy, laughter, humor, finding the good in everything. I truly believe that you are meant to be here to be happy. So it's all about taking life, kind of like being like water. Bruce Lee has this quote about stay like water, be like water. And as a Pisces, that totally resonates because I always feel like I do tend to go with the flow of life a lot. And it's in those moments where I just release and I laugh and I say, you know what? It is what it is. I forgive. I forget. I'm just going to go along with it and see where it takes me. I'm not going to try to force in one direction or force somebody to say yes or force somebody to do this or force whatever, whatever. I'm just going to let go and trust and go with the flow. And I trust so much in God, in the universe, that everything is aligned and rigged in my favor. And that is not a mindset that you're just born with. You have to uncondition yourself and deprogram yourself to believing that life is about fear and about pain and about suffering. Because in our world today, there have been, especially here in America, there has been so much tragedy in these past few days. And it's so important that we take a step back and we focus in on what's important because These tragedies don't necessarily happen because these people deserve them, but they happen because there is something greater and something bigger playing here, something that the news will never tell you, something that politicians will never tell you, something that your neighbor is afraid to talk about, something that you might be afraid to talk about. There is something larger at play here. And these are all wake-up calls. These are all calls to us, to the people who were affected, that we need to change. We have to change our collective consciousness. We have to go into a place of love, of laughter, of enjoyment, of just having fun living life. Life is not just all about work, 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 work 
work or money, 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 money or fame or this or that. No, that's just a slice of life. And yes, your work will take up a lot of your time. A lot of your energy It will be very important to you, but it's also important that you just grab your, and I was going to say, I was going to say something, but you just got to just put your big girl or big boy panties on and you just say, you know what? I am tired of living life in fear. I am tired of living life in a way that's not fulfilling to me or doesn't feel right to my soul. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to just enjoy life. And that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to do that because the ego loves being in fear. The ego loves to keep you where you were. The ego likes what's familiar. The ego likes what feels comfortable, what feels good. But you as a spirit, as a divine being, you have to transcend all of that and put the intention that you have transcended that. Set the intention that you want to enjoy life and live it on your terms. Set the intention that whatever leaves your life or whatever ends, ended for a reason. And if something is not meant to stay in your life or is not good for you, then you release it. Allow it to go. You forgive and you forget and you keep moving forward with your life even if the path is not easily discernible. Be patient with where you are in life. Be patient with the process. You probably won't figure out your life in a week, two weeks, no way. (laughs) There are people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, still trying to figure things out and that's okay. It's all a journey. And yes, we are all mortals in this physical plane here and eventually our spirits will move on to another dimension But what's important is that you make the most of what's here now. You must live your life with hope and trust that everything will work out. Even if you don't see a discernible path, even if you don't see a solution right now, you put your best effort forward. And sometimes our best effort is just setting an intention that things will work out. When something goes wrong, you set the intention, this will work out or there will be a solution. This is not the end. I don't give up on myself. I don't give up on life. I will continue pressing forward and looking towards the future and being grateful right here in the present moment and forgiving and forgetting my past, my wrongdoings, the wrongdoings of others. And I am just going to release these things because not because the other person is completely guilt-free or absolved or whatever it may be, but because you deserve to live in peace. You deserve to live calmly. You deserve to just have a heart and a mind filled with love. And love is one of those wonderful things that you don't necessarily have to find in another person or find in a romantic sense, love is a state of mind. Love is a state of being. And to choose to live in love is to choose to love everything, even the bad, and loving it for what it teaches you, for what it's adding to your life, or what it may be taking out of your life that is not good for you anymore. I look back on my life about a year ago, and I was actually talking to a client about this, how A year ago, my life was so different. I was so different. And between a year ago and now, in this past year, I have been through so much struggle, 
trials and tribulations. I've dealt with pain, with sickness, with breakups, with all these things, financial hardships. And I look to where I am now and I say, you know, there were times during my past journey where I felt like I should give up, like I wasn't worthy. And I'm being super open and vulnerable here with you guys because I think a lot of people expect me to always be positive and always be just optimistic about everything. But I do struggle with sadness sometimes. I struggle with these things because I am very empathic. I'm very in tune with my emotions. So I feel all feelings very deeply. When I feel love, I feel intense love. When I feel sadness, I feel intense sadness. And I don't judge myself for them because it's part of my experience here on earth. And there were times during my journey where I didn't feel like living anymore. And I thought about ending things sometimes, but then the bigger part of me, which is my higher self, would tell me, no, you get up and try again. You have a purpose here. And your purpose might not be easily discernible. Your purpose may not be as clear cut or whatever as other people's may be, but that's okay. You still have a purpose. You still have a reason to be here. You still have a reason to keep pushing. And I'm so grateful that I didn't give up. And it's not because my life is any better than anyone else's or I'm luckier than any. I don't believe in luck. I believe everything starts from the mind. And I chose to keep pushing forward. And I set that intention. I set the intention that everything was going to get better. That once I released these things that were holding me back, that were making me unhappy, once I released those feelings of shame, of guilt, of anger or resentment, and I just put all my trust in God in the universe that everything would work out, that's when things started to turn around. And yes, in those moments, it's so hard to start over again. It's so hard to destroy something and start from scratch, but you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience this time. Don't ever be afraid of starting over again, because this time you're not starting over like you did a year ago. You're not starting from scratch without anything. You're starting with experience. You went through all these things and to start again, you're even better off than you were. So always, always, always believe in that, that when something ends or you lose everything, it just means this is a new chapter for you. You went through these things and now you are better equipped to handle the next level of your life, to handle the next adversity. And take everything with humor. Take everything with, oh, you know, well, it just happened that way. And you're going to see how life starts to work for you. It starts to be an adventure. It starts to be exciting. You thrive in the uncertainty. You thrive in not knowing which path to take. Because when you don't know which path to take, you can take any path. When the path for you is not clear and cut, it means you can go in any direction. But when you decide to take a direction and go in a direction, don't second guess yourself so much. Don't think about it so much. Set the intention. May the path I choose be right for me. May the path I choose now be the one that will lead me to greater growth, to greater experience, to greater prosperity. May it align with who I truly am. May I make the decision that is best for me. Making decisions, setting intentions, all of those things lead you onto different paths of life. So you can either decide to set the intention or make the decision that 
because you lost something or someone, now life is going to suck. Or you can set the intention that now that something ended, you are free and something wonderful is going to come in and take its place. And in that way, you will never lose. Set that intention. Everything will be good. And it might not feel good at the beginning. It might seem so scary, but just tell yourself, it's my ego. It's the ego keeping me in fear. It wants me to go back, to retreat, to go back to what's familiar, to go back to what's comfortable. But you, as a divine spirit as a divine being, you have the entire universe within you. You do not play with your ego. You do not acknowledge your ego. You transcend the ego. So in those moments of fear, you go towards what you fear. Always do that. What is calling you to do what is scary as hell, you go and do that because that is calling you to it. What's scary, what's uncertain, all those things are blessings in disguise. They truly are. And you might not see it now. We can't see. There's things in the future we can't foretell. You could go to psychics. You can go to tarot readers. You can do all these things. But at the end of the day, what's important is that you trust yourself and set intentions that whatever you decide to do from here on out will be for your highest good and for the good of your growth. I didn't get to how I am today with my mindset by staying in the same paradigm that I lived in and the paradigm that kept me sad or depressed. I had to make a change because I believed that I wanted to keep living. I wanted to keep moving forward. So I decided I'm going to either allow this pain to drown me and to keep me down, or I'm going to make a conscious effort. And guys, when I went through a depression, deep depression years ago, probably three, four years ago, I didn't have anyone to support me. I didn't tell anyone I was depressed. I didn't tell anyone how I was suffering. All I had was myself and my trust and my faith. And that is what led me to being how I am now. And all these wonderful things have been happening and all these wonderful people have come into my life and I'm so grateful. And I don't believe it happens by accident. Like I said, I don't believe it's just something that happens. It's something that you have to will. It's something that you have to ask for. It's something that you have to say that you are worthy of. Say it right now. I am worthy of happiness. I am worthy of joy. I am worthy of loving myself and of feeling love for others. I am worthy of just feeling and being open. You don't have to close off your heart. You don't have to close off who you are. When you close off your heart, block everything out, and you guard yourself, you're closing yourself off from blessings, from beautiful things, from happy accidents. And you have to keep pushing forward. And when you start feeling good, guys, this is something... I am guilty of as well. And it's something that I work on all the time is that when things go good or things are really good, something in the back of your mind is telling you, when is it going to end? This is not going to last. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if I deserve this. And then we start (laughs) self-sabotaging and that's the thing. And I have lost things in my life because I sabotage them myself because I told myself I wasn't worthy of them. And then I went back and played back into those limiting beliefs, those limiting beliefs that tell you you're not worthy, that you can't have good things, that you can't feel good all the time. Those are all limiting beliefs. But I choose that even in those negative moments, I allow myself to feel, to express the feeling, to release the feeling, to forgive and forget but when the good comes, I don't hold on to it. I don't hold on to it for fear that it won't last. 
What I make sure that I do is I submerge myself fully in the moment that I stop thinking about the future, that I stop thinking about the past, that I'm just there present in the moment, enjoying the happiness, enjoying the love, enjoying the joy, enjoying all the good that the universe that God has brought into my life. I submerge myself completely in the present moment. Don't fear when it's going to be gone. Don't fear how things happened in the past. Just be there in the moment and trust that you deserve to feel that. Don't let your ego in the past and these limiting beliefs destroy your happiness. You have to make the conscious decision and the intention that when good comes, it's not just because it comes and then it goes and it comes and no, it's a state of mind. A state of mind of happiness is about being submerged in the present moment and not having attachment to things or to people, but being so grateful that they materialize and they came into your life to bring you these feelings. Don't question how long things are going to last, especially the good things. When they come into your life, don't question how long is this going to last? Is it going to last forever? That's just a given. Nothing lasts forever, guys. But happiness and joy is a state of mind. It's a state of being, of just being yourself as truly and authentically as you can, allowing yourself to truly be and express your emotions, especially the good ones. When you feel happy, don't suppress it, afraid of what others are going to say or telling you that, oh, why are you so happy? happy about that? Why are you this? No, that's people in their fear scarcity mindset. They're like, Oh, well, that's not going to last forever. You shouldn't have a tattoo. You know, those type of people, you don't have to worry about what they think or what they say. You live your life for you being happy because when you're happy, when you're joyful, when you are feeling good, you are raising the collective consciousness of this earth. You should be happy. We should all strive to being happy, not attaining happiness, not pursuing it, not looking for it, but just being happy and joyful despite all the negativity that's around us that's constantly trying to drown our boat. Think of your state of mind as being a ship at sea. Think of yourself as being a ship at sea. And these waves, these storms are coming in trying to drown like negativity, negative energy, negative people, negative vibes. It's a big wave after wave trying to sink your ship, but you keep on course. You keep fighting those waves. No matter how hard the waves get, you keep going. You stay on course. And even if you don't have a a course to go on, or if you don't have a map or whatever, if you're lost at sea, it's okay. You can navigate your way out of it. Eventually you will. And that's fine. You just got to keep going. Keep pushing forward. Don't let these waves drown you. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I just want to go into one last point. You guys know the song Forever Young by Alphaville. It's an 80s song. I think Jay-Z remade it about 10 years ago. It's kind of that premise. The first, one of the first lyrics of the song says, hoping for the best but expecting the worst. And I think that for modern generations, and this song was written in the 80s, so you know, even last century, I think that's the mindset that a lot of the youth will have, a lot of what young people have. And if you're listening, you're probably in your 20s, 30s, whatever. We all have this kind of innate sense that the world is negative and bad things are going to happen. And even though we hope for the best, we're always expecting the worst. And I want to challenge that belief that if you're hoping for the best, you're going to expect the best. 
If you're truly hoping for good things to happen, you're going to expect good things to happen. Because when you hope for something, when you will something, they will happen. When you put the intention that something good's going to happen, if you expect something good to happen, that is what's going to happen. But you can't hope for the best and expect the worst. Those are at odds with each other. You're canceling each other out. What you have to do is not hope for the best and expect the worst, but hope for the best and expect the best. The best decision, even if it seems horrible and negative in the beginning, trust that it was the best for you, for your life. Don't live your life always in fear of when is this going to end? This is good, but when is it going to turn awry and go wrong? My best advice to you is that when something ends or goes wrong or you're lost or you don't know how to start over or you don't know how to pick yourself up or you don't know how to get out of your sadness, you don't know how to continue living or how to move forward, you don't know where to go or how to do it, just set the intention that the right path for you will make its way open and you will find clarity and guidance. Set the intention that you're going to get out of the woods. You're not going to build a house in this fear, in this pain, in this current circumstance. You're going to keep navigating out of the woods and towards what it is that you want and what it is that you choose because what you choose has power over you. What you decide is what will prevail and what will have power and dominion over your life. What you choose is showing the universe, this is what I'm allowing. I made a whole podcast episode about that. But in anything in life, your choices, your decisions, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You don't have to see the whole way. You don't have to see the whole plan. I believe that was a Martin Luther King quote. He said, just take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. And that is so very important. Just making one choice. As you make that choice, you set the intention. This choice is going to lead me to clarity. I might not see it, but at least take one step. Don't sit there and float. Allow yourself to feel and to think and to gain consciousness of what's going on, but don't just stay stagnant, afraid to go in a direction. Just choose a direction, go for it. If it doesn't work out, if it doesn't go as planned, oh well. (laughs) Oh well, that is life. You are alive, beautiful. Something went wrong, that means you're living, that means you're doing, that means you're taking action. That's good. When you fail, you are not a loser. If something goes wrong, you're not a loser. You have a lot of courage because at least you went for something as scary as it was and it didn't work out and that's fine. At least you know it wasn't for you and now you can take another direction and that is how we live life. We're all winging it. We're all winging it. That's what angels do. (laughs) You guys are all angels. I call you guys my angels. You are all wonderful and amazing and trust that everything's aligned for you, even if you don't see it right now. You just keep taking steps forward. Keep moving forward. I don't care how many times you failed or in what direction you go, as long as you keep moving forward. Progression, getting better. That's honestly my best goal in life. My biggest goal in life is not to attain all this money or to attain this or to attain that. It's just to get better, to be better than my past self. 
And that to me is the most important part of my journey is not me going back into what broke me or going back into the fear, the pain, but me getting better and getting stronger and getting wiser through the years. And that's why I don't fear getting older because as I get older, I get wiser. And as I get more wise, I can help others and I can be living in my purpose. And it might be like this for you as well. And and I believe all of us, we're all healers. I believe we're all light workers. I believe we all have the innate power to heal and to help others. I believe that is what humans are. That's why we have families. That's why human connection is so important because we're literally here helping each other out. We're each other's angels. And I truly believe that me going through struggle and facing these things makes me better equipped and more experienced to help other people who have gone through this or who are going through something that I went through in the past. When I started my YouTube channel and I started talking about the law of attraction and talking about spirituality, it was because I went through some really tough, dark things and I made it through them. So I had this experience that I could share with others because I didn't have anyone to tell me these things. I didn't have anyone to sit me down and say, Hey, everything's going to be okay. You're not broken. You're not flawed. You're not anything. You're fine. This is just life and you will get through this because in those moments of pain or uncertainty, or you lost everything, it's so hard to see that things are going to get better, but trust that they will. And I'm here to tell you this. I am here to tell you this. I am living proof. Things will get better. Things will always get better. Things will get better. And not just because I'm lucky or I have this or I have that, but no, because I choose to see life is getting better. Life does not have control over me. I am choosing how I choose to live my life, how I choose to move forward. And we are going to move forward in love and happiness and laughter and faith. Move forward trusting that everything is rigged in your favor, that life is happening for you, that you're not meant to be here to suffer. And if you see suffering, you do your best to give love and kindness. Don't accept things for what they are. Don't accept things. Don't say, oh, life sucks and it's negative here and the world sucks and life sucks and this country sucks or whatever. Don't. Don't, 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 don't give into that. Don't give it power. You go out and if you don't see a mission or a passion for yourself or you don't know what your purpose is, make your purpose to give as much love and compassion and kindness in this world to all the people that you see or you encounter. If you see somebody hurting, you help that person. If you see somebody struggling, you help that person. Leave your ego aside, your pride aside, the fear, and just express love freely and accepting others because We need it so much. We need your happiness. We need your laughter. We need your joy. That is your purpose. You are here for a purpose and you're here to change the world in a small way or in a big way. Even if nobody sees what you do, you make the conscious effort to change the world and whatever impact you may have. It could be with the animals. It could be with the environment. It could be with your family. It could be with your friends. It could be in your career field. It could be in so many things, but do not lose sight of that one purpose. And that is to leave this world a better place than how you found it. And as you live in this purpose, you don't live in this purpose to necessarily gain anything. We forget how truly powerful, powerful the power of love is. This power that we have within us, we forget how powerful we are as individuals, as human beings. We're taught that everyone else has power over us, that the media has power over us, that politicians have power over us, that the president has power over us. We put all our power on other people and we subscribe to these 
social constructs and we subscribe to society and we say things are going to always be wrong because this is the color of my skin or this is where I was born or this is what I look like or I'm not rich or I don't have this so I'm powerless and you guys are forgetting that all of your power and all that you wish to have all of your strength already resides within you. You were born with it. It is yours. No one can take it away from you. So you practice it and you strengthen that power every day by living in love and living in laughter and living in hope and going against all of the things that have been told to you that you have to live in suffering, that you have to live in fear because that's not true. We can change so much by just allowing ourselves to be open, allowing our heart to be open to expressing and giving love to others. And even if we don't receive anything in return, that, that is true love. Giving and giving love without expecting it in return and how very powerful it is. I feel like tearing up now, <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's beautiful to feel so deeply, to feel these things and to accept and love your life and yourself despite the fact that we're not going to be perfect, but that we are just as beautiful in our imperfection and our flaws and in our differences that's what truly makes life worth living. So go out today, be positive, spread love and light to others. And if you're feeling bad, allow yourself to feel. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't judge yourself for it. We're all human and we all have these beautiful emotions and emotions are so important. Don't turn off your emotions. If you're feeling stuff, release them in a healthy way. Don't go crazy and shouting angry things at people who have done you wrong or don't take drastic measures. Allow yourself to just feel, to just be and feel and cry and express it in a healthy way, in a way that feels good to your soul. And then you get back up again. You try again. You keep pushing forward and don't let anyone tell you that you're doing things wrong, that this isn't right. You follow that voice within yourself. Stop suppressing your inner self. Stop suppressing your higher self. You listen, you get quiet, you meditate, and you listen to what you're saying. Realize that a lot of the thoughts and stuff in your head, a lot of your mind is about making problems bigger than they actually are. So what does that mean? Time to lead from the heart. Not the mind, not the fear, not the ego. Lead from a place of trust and compassion for yourself and others. And you'll see that you will enjoy this ride of life a lot better. Don't expect the worst. Don't expect the worst from people or situations. Always hope and expect the best. And everything is for your highest good and for the good of those around you. I love you all so very much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it was a bit longer than usual and I did go off on a few tangents, but I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it brought you some clarity and some comfort and whatever maybe you are going through or trying to deal with or what decisions you're trying to make. I hope that you at least take one step in a direction one step in faith, in trust, in positivity, not in fear. Don't take a step back in fear. Take a step forward in faith and trust. And yes, sometimes things go in a way that we didn't expect them to go, but that's okay. Just laugh at the odds. Live your life well. That way you can make an impact on your life, on your loved ones, 
and on everyone who is watching you. I love you all. Please be sure to follow Taking Back Your Power on Instagram and also follow me on Instagram. It's at Isabel V. Palacios and at Taking Back Your Power. And also I'm on Twitter. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel, Isabel Palacios as well. The links are always in the description of these podcasts. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a positive review as that would help me tremendously and help others in finding this podcast as well. And if you feel that there's someone in your life that needs to hear this message, that needs to hear these words, I hope that you will pass this along to them. And passing along positive energy, positive messages to others is also very key in making life even more beautiful. And to brighten the day of someone else is truly more fulfilling than seeking to brighten your own day. And in brightening other people's days, you brighten your own as well. It's just, that's just the universal law. (laughs) I love you all so very much. And always remember, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what you may be dealing with or where your life is right now or what your current circumstances are, know this always. Your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you, my angels. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Taking Back Your Power. I love you. Stay blessed. Goodbye.